Costa. How you doing? <laughs> Good. So Do you want to tell them like what they you did? Hear leaf blowers in the back. It's because you hear leaf blowers in the back. This is, this is our our first outside episode. This is actually. Yeah. So if there's any malfunction here with any of the equipment or you can't hear us, this is all Costa's fault yet again. Well, the la- well the last one was because the last one I didn't have the settings right. And like your mic was out, and it sounds like that's something I would do on purpose, like to be passive aggressive <laughs> towards you. And it really wasn't. He's always trying to like sabotage me, guys. I could turn off your mic <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, so actually, we are outside. It's a beautiful summer day. It well, is actually. Wanted to talk a little bit about um, about the fact we're back, and um, there's a, there's another episode coming out next week about the Sacred Heart that we recorded before this one, but we forgot that that one was coming out second, <laughs> so we talk about how we're back. So Guys, we're, I, we're really a, back twice. It's really amazing that we've made it this far. <laughs> the incompetency is, is stunning. On, on, on we have found the way to drop the bar yep. even further down. And we're glad you're on the journey with us, folks. That's it. Yeah. You just plummet you just plummet down with us. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one of the uh one of the reads that I had just finished uh just recently, just within like the last week, is a hiker's guide to purgatory. Have you have you ever heard of it? Or I've, I've 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 heard of the book, but I don't know anything about it. And to be honest with you, you bought me a copy. I did. I don't know where it is. <laughs> I've been busy. And now he wonders why I don't even get him a, a Christmas gift. <laughs> so, guys. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. Today is your birthday? No, no, no. Oh, it's not. No. Oh, that God. would have been so cool. There is a gift coming. You're going to like it, actually. Oh, it gosh. might be here. We're actually recording this at my house. It might be here by the time this podcast ends. <laughs> I am a terrible person because I haven't even really acknowledged your birth. Because you don't even know what it is. <laughs> That's why. I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm a terrible brother and friend and the, the people who love me in my life priest. have remembered. I have, I have a wife who remembers and my children, I think, remember. <laughs> They know that's the day we get cake. <laughs> your, your adult children are still writing you cards with crayons. <laughs> that's how much they care. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, the the gift that I bought for you that you didn't really care about mm-hmm. um, is this. Oh, it's this really beautiful journey that this guy takes. It's a novel, uh, and find out that it's the guy's first novel. Uh, it is, I thought, an eye-opening and beautiful read about his interpretation of what it is like to go through purgatory. And he said, you know, we like, I, he's like the church kind of... Um, you mean like Dante did? He's just doing what Dante yeah, did? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Or what C.S. Lewis did in okay. The Great Divorce. Um, and, he, and he pulls on a lot of the tradition of some of the saints and some of the, the, uh, the beautiful uh, uh, Christian uh, novelists that have written, you know, some, some novels about it. Uh, so he's he pulled a, a lot of, uh, pulled a lot of it together and it's this it's this beautiful journey uh it, it really is a, it's a beautiful take on being hopeful mm-hmm. of going to purgatory uh and and the you know we talk about how purgatory is this pur- uh this purging this uh you know uh, we we're purging ourselves of of the things that we've done wrong that have been unacknowledged uh, and we do that here on earth when we go to confession. Uh, but for this guy, the main character, uh, there were different levels that get him prepared of, of the soul, of 
acknowledgement for what he had done wrong in, in this beautiful uh, vision of going on a hike mm-hmm. and the people that he encounters on the way to heaven. Um, it, it is a, I think it's a beautiful read. And for me, it means a lot because like I'll ask people at times, because I know this has helped me in my journey is I've thought about what heaven will be like. I thought about like, what, what, what am I going to do when I see Jesus for the first time or, or my loved ones that have passed before me or like, what am I going to encounter when I get to heaven? And I, I think as, as a Christian, we can let our minds go wild with it because like St. Paul, who even saw it, mm-hmm. said, no eye is seen, no mm-hmm. ear is heard, mm-hmm. the great things that are in store for those who love him. Uh, and so like, I know that it has been a source of of uh, of hope for me in the midst of like the struggle of the journey of living this life to the best of its ability uh, to think about what heaven's like. And sometimes like I've asked this question and uh, people have said, I don't ever think about it. Yeah. So like if you're thinking about it, I mean, have you ever thought about it? I I have and and quickly come to that that same realization. I've been um reading a lot of Michael Himes recently and he so this is related in a long-winded answer, I guess. Um he says whatever you uh whenever you have defined God, it's no longer God you're talking about because God is beyond mm. any limitations we sure. and I can I kind of consider heaven the same thing. Sure. So I can't say I've spent a lot of time. I actually have thought about what it sounds like. And I, for some reason, and I can't tell you why, I associate it with um, like Baroque music. There are certain pieces mm. like Handel's water music or firework. There are parts of it that are so moving and so joyous um, that I think that's what heaven sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And uh, yeah. I, so that's about it. I have, but I haven't given a lot of thought. Yeah. I'm, I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, just as part of like for me individually, it's it's always helped at times to really think about that. But it's just been sitting silently at mass or, yeah. you know, at, at prayer or, uh, you know, just in the course of the day, like what that would be like. It's a good point though you bring up in all seriousness because it is our destination. It's, it's yeah. why we're here so we can get there. Yeah. And sometimes I, it's the juice I need. Yeah. yeah. You know, and to kind of keep my eyes focused on it. We, we talk about the fact that we are, are preparing for the next world mm-hmm. and, and to really think about that, how we are eternal beings that, you know, we're going to be different in the next one, but we're still going to be there. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. it's hard to wrap your mind around, but the, it does bring solace as well. Yeah. You know, what, so, no matter what it looks like. So for those of you, I, this, this is really unrelated to what we were, <laughs> that is not Rich's dog, by the way. No, no. <laughs> uh, but if you are, uh, if you're looking for like a a beautiful, peaceful read, very light, um, and a, and a and a nice opening up to what your discovery of what purgatory and what heaven will uh, be like, they give it a look. It's a uh, give it a read. It's it's a hiker's guide to purgatory. Um, it's a I thought it was uh, just excellent for the way that I I it helped me to understand and kind of visualize yeah, yeah. different things. Um, but that's completely. Neither here nor there for this conversation. We wanted to talk a little bit about uh, this Sunday's readings, and um, we've done that in the past, and, and I hope they've been helpful. I know the things we talk about have been helpful for us in, in our understanding of it, and I'll talk particularly about the gospel because that was a, a light bulb moment that, um, that I encountered, and I want to share that with you. Um, but did you want to first 
um, Dave talk about the, um, the yeah. reading? Yeah, I'm not going to read uh, uh, the reading from Deuteronomy. It's pretty long. But uh, the first reading for this Sunday will be coming from the book of Deuteronomy, where Moses is uh, inspired by the Lord and how he is addressing the people. Um, and he's, uh, he's telling the people uh, to... Uh, you know, to heed the voice of the Lord, your God, and to keep his commandments and the statutes, you know, that are written in the book of the law, right, in the scriptures, so that we return to the Lord our God with our whole heart, mind, and soul. And I love this line. He says, for this command that I enjoin on you today is not too mysterious and remote for you. And he and he goes on to say, it's like, it's it's not too uh, high in the sky mm-hmm. that's unreachable or across the sea and different lands, uh, but that it's very attainable for you. And I like to, to hear the voice of the Lord, to obtain the message of the Lord. It's, it's closer than you and I understand it to be. And it's accessible. We can do it. Yes. Because why would we, why would God put something in front of us that it's impossible? That'd be like a cool game. Right. Yeah. Right. Just knowing how to do it. Yeah. Or, or where the, there's an opportunity to do it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be these like, Unprof- like these unbelievably profound Hollywood moments of, uh, you know, uh, of God breaking into our reality. Uh, it, it doesn't have to be something like, uh, like an Indiana Jones movie. Right. Where right, we, right. where we got to travel from this country to this country to this country That's to attain point. the, this great mm-hmm. fountain of wisdom, you know. It start, it starts right here. It starts right here. Yeah. And then, and it's from there the church gives us the gospel. And, and this week it's the, the gospel of the, um, the Gospel of the Good Samaritan. Yeah, and and I want to just tell a, a brief um, story about that because it was, as I mentioned earlier, it was a light bulb moment for me. Um, I was in uh, in class working on my degree in theology, and I was taking a course in Old Testament. And uh, did you have Doctor Hayes, Catherine Hayes? Yes. Yeah. What a what a wonderful Brilliant. wonderful woman. And she Brilliant. lived what she what she taught. She lived. Oh, absolutely! She yeah, yeah, yeah. And you would be. Um, it was you. We were all sitting around a table, and the the knowledge she had was 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 phenomenal, and um, and just all kind. But anyway, we had done a lot of a lot I of believe, work. I believe she was a convert from the Amish faith. Really? I believe she was a convert. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Um, she was. Um, we had gone through a little bit of Jewish history, and then that led us into. The Good Samaritan story, and and I, I still remember like sitting at the table, and I said, "Oh my, the Samaritans were the enemy of the Jews," and it mm-hmm. totally changed that story. So let me give you a little background, like the, the Reader's Digest version of this. During about a thousand years before Christ, King David was the 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 second of the three kings of Israel, and had a, a united kingdom of of twelve tribes that that really had come from from Jacob's sons. And um, the uh, after David died and his his son Solomon took over, Solomon through some mismanagement let the kingdom split. Ten went to the south, two excuse me, ten went to the north, and two went to the south of of Jerusalem. And the ten to the north eventually kind of get lost, and there there's intermarrying, they lose their faith, and they become Samaria. And they yeah, and they begin they get conquered yes. by different. Uh, I think the Assyrians come in at one the point. Assyrians, yeah. the Babylonians, right. Persians. And then the two to the, the south, the, the tribes of Judah, uh, do remain faithful to Yahweh. The, the point of all that, though, is that by the time of Jesus, they had become enemies. And it, it's not too dissimilar than the United States in the Civil War. Now, there, there was not an active war going on, but the, the contention, the, the anger 
um, between the two groups was palpable. Jews did not talk to Samaritans, and Samaritans did not talk to Jews. It, as a matter of fact, looking at another gospel story that where this changes is the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman at the well, where Jesus almost begins his public ministry. It's, you know, the fact he, he, he revealed himself to a Samaritan is, is stunning. So in this story of the, of the Good Samaritan, there was a, a man who had fell victim to robbers. And, and most of you know this. I'll just read the whole thing. Um, they stripped him and beat him and, and left him for dead. So there was a priest coming down the road who passed on the opposite side. So the priest, this is for, um, this gospel is from, from Luke. And uh, Luke's gospel was written for a whole swath of people, not, mm-hmm. not necessarily just the Jewish people as Matthew's would have been. But the, um, the the priest would have understood to be a Jewish priest, mm-hmm. right? Uh, somebody that was taking care of the temple, um, yep. and would be high. Would you would you agree high on this on the um, on the social social ladder? Yeah, la- yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, so he walks on the other side. Commanded a lot of respect. Yep, and and the same with the Levite. It considered to be a holy man. Yes, correct, yeah. right. And and the same with the Levite. But they would have both of these groups would have understood to be Jewish Jewish men. Right. Yes. So this is a story being read to Jews about how the Jewish men don't do what they're supposed to do. Exactly. Yep. The person who does do the thing that we would say, oh, that's very Christian of them, is a Samaritan. Mm-hmm. So before I had that revelation, we are our school is located uh, right across the street from Good Samaritan Hospital. And and I think, honestly, up until that time, I thought of the Samaritans as good. And like, oh, they're Samaritans. They're so nice. They're so good. <laughs> I think I've, made, I've said this before. They're like, you know, the Canadians. Right. You know, yeah. They're all nice up there. You know, the Samaritans are all nice. And I, and I had no idea that they were the enemies. So think about how stunning that would have been to the hearers of this gospel for the first time, that the hero of the story is the enemy. Yeah. And and what does that say? Because these this is being read to the chosen people, the people that God chose back from the time of Abraham. Yeah. You know, um, and and, now, and and they were not only were they the enemy, but they were considered in in the eyes of of the Jewish people from who practiced in the south, who worshipped at the temple. They were people who did not. They were looked at as not having the full spectrum of all of the scriptures at that time. Oh, right. They're not observing mm-hmm. of all of the scriptures. They only would have worshipped like and and read the the Pentateuch, you know, right. the first five books. Mm-hmm. But in the temple, they would have had they would have read from the book of Isaiah, you all know, the from prophetics. from the prof- yeah. from the prophets. Mm-hmm. So they were seen as people who didn't even have right the entire truth yep. of God's word. So looked down upon. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But but looked down upon not with pa- not with compassion, no. but with smugness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And um, it is. It would be just absolutely stunning, as I said, for anybody uh, who is Jewish to hear that. And and I've often tried to think. You know, mo- most of the people listening now are in, are in our country, in in the United States. Um, who are our enemies? I don't know. When you were a kid, they would. When I would go to like an action movie, there would be a certain nationality that were enemies. When I was a younger, like younger, I think it was still a holdover from World War II. So the enemies would be German. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later on, they turn to Russian, mm-hmm. and then we might be past that now. But I think we we have these emblems of who our enemies are right now. Our our country is so stratified, stratified, that if we're Democrats, we think the Republicans are enemies, and vice versa. You know, so I think no matter where we look, it's easy to find those enemies. And then if we could think about who they are, we could begin to grasp. Um, if Jesus came down and said, "No, that person, that person who we really disdain, 
they're the ones that are doing the right thing. And when, when in Deuteronomy, when they talk about this is accessible, you can do this, it was the Samaritan who showed, no, this is how you do it. Yeah. And, and like he wants to, and, and Jesus is using the, the Samaritan here in this example yeah. to really rock the, mm-hmm. rock the cage of the people. Cause in the very beginning of the gospel, you know, Luke describes how, uh, the person that's asking the question that starts this whole, the starts the parable, he's looking to trap Jesus. He's yep, looking yep. to test him. That's and a so, very good point. And so Jesus is now using who, like this person who is deemed as less than this, this, this group of people who are seem to be ignorant of God and God's love and law to be the one that he uses to display to the, 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 the Israelites, you know, the, 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 the quote unquote true Jewish people, uh, the Hebrew people, uh, you know, God's holy people, quote unquote, he's going to use the one who's completely ignorant yep. as the one who's going to be the teacher. Yeah. Let me read that, that beginning of the gospel, because I'm glad you brought that up. There was a scholar of the law who stood up to test Jesus and said, teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And the focus is on the word, as you just alluded to, test. Yeah. He wasn't genuinely seeking out an no. answer. He was one of those people. We've all heard them. We've been in a group, and they ask a question just to hear themselves talk and see how smart and make it sound like they're smart. Yeah, I'm sitting across from one. No, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was very good. I like that. <laughs> he was there. I had yeah, to take yeah, it. I, was, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> so Jesus said to them, what is written in the law? How do you read it? And he said in reply, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, with all your strength, and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. And he replied, you have answered correctly, do this and you will live. So that that's a good answer. The the question goes, okay, how do you do that? And right. and who is in your na- who is your neighbor? I was leaving um the this again the seminary one night and uh with a buddy of mine Chris and we were talking about that and he goes, you know, loving your neighbor as yourself is really easy until you realize it means the jerk that lives next door to you. <laughs> exactly. And he nailed it. <laughs> you know? Oh man, I uh, there were people, there were a couple of guys that I used to work with. Uh I'll be honest with you. Some of the guys that I lived in the seminary with. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And, and like, you know, I could have been their enemy. Mm-hmm. I could tell you right now, there were people that I thought were my enemy. And man, it was even just hard just to pray for them. Yeah. And you had the commonality that, yeah. that we're not witnessing in this gospel of, of the Samaritans being the the known enemy. It like, it was almost like if you if you don't like somebody you work with, you really don't want to say that because, like, you're supposed to at least like them and respect them. But here, though, they had permission. You know, you were allowed not to like the Samaritans. Oh, yeah, yeah right, the, right. The, the Chosen that we reference all the time talks about this because in, in more of the episodes, they Jesus brings them into Samaria, and, and the apostles are complaining. And, right. And Jesus said, well, that, that was history. They have never done anything to you personally. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, and and it, it really, it's a setup of, of, of what is to come. Did you ever see The, the Chosen, um, where they do the Good Samaritan story? Yeah. Oh, that's phenomenal. They do it, it from the perspective of the robber. Right. It's yeah. like, it was, you have to, that's, just, see, that's episode one of season two, I think, if you're beautiful. interested in checking that out. It's, yeah. it, it doesn't focus on the theme of what we're talking about with right. the Samaritan, but it, it really is kind of, um, that, that's where Jesus asked him. Remember that line, too soon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to see it to know what we're talking about. The, uh, it's, it's worth checking out. The, 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 um, 
the thing that, uh, you know, like you're talking about, like there was a commonality uh-huh. uh, and it like, it wasn't, you know, like loving your enemy as Jesus is actually asking us to do, uh, is not as, uh, in your face as it mm-hmm. was, you know, between the, the North and the South, you know, the mm-hmm. Samaritans and the, and the, and the Jews. Um, but I have found that like, that creeps in, you know, I, like when I was in the seminary with guys that I was studying with that they, they didn't, they didn't fit my mold. Theological ideologies. The, theological I- ideologies yeah. or they didn't fit my mold of what a guy discerning the priesthood should be. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was centered around me yeah. being the creator. And, and so like, you know, I, I saw that that was that there was my fault, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, it, it wasn't until I was able to let that go where I could see that person with a different lens, mm-hmm. with, the, with the lens of Christ, to be able to say, you know what, that, that person is going to, you know, that person will be able to provide, you know, and do the work of the Lord uh, in what they're called to do, you know, what the Lord wants them to do. And instead of looking that, at them with uh, the eyes of contempt or, you know, uh, with a sense of ridicule, to be able to like, uh, to be able to pull back and go and and look at them as a blessing and a gratitude to God right. for for them being different. Yep. And 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 wow, and complimentary. Is, yeah, and, and, yeah. And to like, and you know, and to just say like, humbly, like, yeah, that person's going to be able to reach people that like mm-hmm. and with 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 love in the gospel that I will never be able to reach. Right. And and so like once I got off the ego trip of like, mm-hmm. you know. I'm God's gift to ministry here Yeah, to realize, well, no, no, the, you're not right. He can do this without you, <laughs> you know, and to realize that everybody's, that's a great point. He's been doing it for 2000 years without either of us. Yeah, exactly. Or anybody else on the planet. Right. Yeah. So like to be able to get, be given the gift of, of humility and to say like, you know what? I might disagree with the way that person is going about doing something. Mm-hmm. And that might create a, you know, a particular, resentment or uh, uh, dislike for somebody uh, or even maybe create this enemy kind of feel. Uh, ask the Lord for the prayer because I've been able to have that, that blessing, that grace mm-hmm. brought very close to my, in my life to be able to like sit back and appreciate yeah. what that person is bringing to the table. Do you think this dynamic happens a lot in families between siblings, aunt and uncles, cousins, extended families? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, we we may not realize it at the time, or someone may irritate us in our in our families. I agree, and then, and then later on, you know, we find out that they're not the Samaritans, or or the, or they are the Samaritans. Put it that way. Let me, let me rephrase that a little bit. Yeah, you know, they have a they have a goodness too that we might have not recognized at the time. Just it's not always easy to see it. Yeah, and I think you you state it well because we all do it. You're using yourself as a reference, but I think we all do it. We make ourselves our own gods or our own our own focal point of how anything should be done, whether it's right. ministry, whether it's cooking or loading the dishwasher, <laughs> even yeah. even silly things. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like what like. And once we get out of that reality of like, I'm God's greatest gift to humanity here, yeah, yeah. I'm going to highlight all this is all about me. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Uh, but once we step out of that, then we can, mm-hmm. you know, then we can realize that, well, that person is the good Samaritan for somebody else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? But well, I'm sorry, for, did I derail you? No. Oh, 
No, I just, just I was just thinking out loud. I just enhance your your conversation. That would you what you saying? <laughs> you you complimented Mike. <laughs> When, when he was talking about people that do ministry different than him, I think <laughs> that, like staring right at me. That, that statement couldn't that could be any more truer about the two, two of us. You have to stop in our offices sometimes when, <laughs> in the middle of the day. It's like hard to believe we do the same job. <laughs> but gang, I can tell you this much. I've never once got into a disagreement with a man doing work, ministry work with and then left and hugged it out. Mm-hmm. All within the same conversation. Pretty much, yeah. And then we were fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we've done that. Yeah. <laughs> starting, what, what's this, year four we're starting now? Yeah, this is your fourth We're going to be going into the fourth year. Yeah. Yeah. We're both getting time off in purgatory. <laughs> we have to be. <laughs> we might be walking that hike together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, no, not that. <laughs> I'd rather walk it alone. Thank you. <laughs> I think we're done. Well, my, yeah. So, my friends, like... Uh, Today at uh, well today this Sunday at mass, maybe just try to to take the time mm-hmm. to first and foremost ask the Lord uh, for humility uh, and clarity of spirit uh, for the grace to be able to look at the other person that you might seem to despise or who you really struggle with in your life, whoever it is, and to ask the Lord to reveal to you and to I. Um, the 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 blessings that that person brings to the table, that to see, even though we might be tainted, the gift of goodness that they could be, that they that they could be bringing to the world, the the way that they are being the good Samaritan, um, so that you and I can look at them in our soul, and be grateful for what they're doing and who they are, rather than hating them. Right. You know, and pushing them away. As usual, a good summation. And um, in a few days, we'll be releasing another episode, and this one is on the um, the promises given to us through the Rosary and the Sacred Heart and the Miraculous Medal. Mm-hmm. So that'll be coming out midweek. So yeah, hope you enjoy that as well, guys. We hope the dog didn't bother you. We hope the uh, leaf blower wasn't too much. Yeah. The train behind us. And uh, if you enjoyed the background noise, let us know because then we can do it again. Do it again. God bless, guys. Take care.